0: Sushima. It's not the, the, Sushima. That's what they were fucking saying in the video. They Sushima. weren't. You were, that's you were not how that. they were pronouncing it. Oh, no, they,
1: no, it's not how they were pronouncing it. <laughs> they <laughs> pronounced it that
0: way. Don't make no. me look like Sushima. a fucking dick again.
1: We're not making you look like anything. You're saying the <laughs> word incorrectly. It's not Sushima. No, it's it's Tsushima.
0: I, I swear to God, you didn't pronounce it that way. You You're probably looking at someone who no no, I've I missed it. Watched the video from the developers. <laughs> Watch it yourself. That was okay. that last one was okay. a joke.
2: Ladies and gentlemen and of course gentle ladies welcome to episode 252 of the emerging gamer podcast. This is very weird for me. I literally almost went right into my usual stick. <laughs> I was going to say we got the special GSM intro today. I that did. was, good, dude. <laughs> I a while. was like, "Welcome to random number." No. Uh I'm Diamond Jab. Uh, I'm going to be a special host for today. Uh who do I have uh next to me? Let's
1: uh, no one knows who that is. Call the name because we're different on every. Neo Ayoshi, right what's going on, bro? <laughs> what's up? It's Neo Ayoshi. That's me. Is that Trip Zero? Hey guys, Trip Zero. What's going on? Felix Ergood, what's hey, going on?
0: This is Felix Ergood. What's up, bud?
1: Oof.
2: What's going on, guys? Sorry 252.
0: To, yeah, sorry to throw that on you at the last minute. I just was thinking, I was like, man, he's gotta. He hasn't done it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's such good vibes, good times.
0: Break the ice, As man. Always. Don't leave it the fuck alone.
2: I know. There's a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, very busy but, week. Yes, very busy week. Um, it's, if I remember correctly, uh, it's housekeeping and then uh, what you guys have been playing, correct? Correct. Sure. Correct. Yeah. Nailed right. it. Nailed it. Beautiful. Uh, housekeeping. What do we got going on?
3: take care of that uh check out the youtube on immersion gamer we are uploading the shows there we're looking to get more content on there and i'm trying to figure out more things to put there as well but for now you can get all the shows there um might start breaking out the episodes again um and that is about it for housekeeping like share subscribe all that good stuff the usual Perfect. and tell your uh, friends about us tell your and friends your mom. Already
0: subscribed
1: and your mom yeah, tell your parents, tell mom your siblings, world. your mom specifically.
0: <laughs> I listened to, I, I never, I don't think I ever told Diamond, I told you guys this. I never told Diamond this. I listened to a really great podcast called You Must Remember This. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about old uh, Hollywood stories or legends, right? Things that happened in Hollywood. And the woman, the reason I always say the thing about um, tell your friends if you're already subscribed is she says that at the beginning of every one of her episodes. And it actually engaged me enough to say it to somebody else. I did that. I, That's why YouTubers I, say like, share, subscribe. I liked because the show. And then I went and, and told a friend and I said, I, I, you're right. Karina Longfellow or whatever the hell her fucking name is. I should <laughs> tell my friends. And I did. And I also told everyone <laughs> listening right now to this podcast. You must remember this. It's great.
3: Oh, spe- one more thing. Speaking of podcasts, I actually started a new podcast this week. It is <laughs> called Love City Podcast. Yes. be mm. Love City Podcast. Um, it is currently on Spotify, and it will be on Apple and Google soon. It's I being believe. reviewed, right? It's be- it's under review right now, but it's available on Spotify and Anchor FM if you guys choose to get it there. Usually, RSS is ready. You can load it right in. Usually um, takes a couple of days with the iTunes. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that podcast is going to be more focused on like streamer culture and just in general, we're going to talk games, obviously, but it'll be more focused on like what what's going on in streamer life and streamer culture. Um, so we want to talk more about that. And that's honestly, it's one of Ezra's uh my co-host. Uh, it's one of her strong suits. So it's a definitely a good, good time. Uh, our first episode is live right now. And we talk about the Twitch Safety Council. So I hope you enjoy that. Oh, <laughs> it's a quick turnaround. I know, right? That's um, a hot button topic. How long are the Twitch? episodes? Really hot button. How long this episode was thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. We, we just talked about the topic. Uh, next week we might talk about um, just mixer and like mixer and the different streaming platforms in general, and like how what, what's attractive about them, and what are like the, the pros and cons, and just what do you see streamers like gravitating towards in general. Um, so ultimately, that that is the idea of the show. We're, we're giving it a shot. Pilot is out. Mm-hmm. Please like, share, subscribe. Cool. Love it. Nice. Thanks, guys. Well,
2: we like to get into what we're playing this week. Yes, we are. What we've been playing in general. Felix, I'm going to start with you oh, because thanks. I know you've been holding on to this. T- tell us about your
0: escapades. For, this week. First off, and as it, he it is germane to what <laughs> we're going to be talking about later, I pre-ordered Ghosts of Sushima. Which I pronounced wrong up until this point And now I'm just pulling myself Reeling myself back in Completely pronounced that fucking wrong It's Sushima It's not Sushima That's what they were fucking saying in the video They weren't That's not how they were pronouncing it No no, it's not how they were pronouncing it (laughs) They (laughs) pronounced it that way Don't make me look like a fucking
1: dick again We're not making you look like anything You're saying the word incorrectly (laughs) It's not Sushima. No, it's it's Tsushima.
0: I swear to God, you pronounce it that way. Your
1: Tsushima. You're probably looking at someone
0: No, no, I, I missed it. Watched the video from the developers. <laughs> Watch it yourself. That, one, okay. that last one was a jet. Okay, yeah. okay. so so you so, pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered, you pre-ordered that, and and I had already pre-ordered Last of Us uh, 2. Pre-ordered that. Very nice. Oh, very um, excited about those games. I bought something else too. I don't remember. But anyway. Uh, I played some Fallout. They did a double XP, uh, weekend. Um, I haven't really been able to get my head back into the swing of that. And then I got to the second, um, uh, DLC part in Fate of Atlantis for uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is where you meet Hades and the game gets beautiful. I mean, I'm not even kidding. It's like a, um, it's like uh, the poem. Uh, what's the one? Um, Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno. Yeah, it's literally, it's like, yeah, exactly. You get the the visual art that they did with this whole section of the game is fascinating to me. It's really cool. A lot of like, but it's, I mean, it's really gray and dark and like, it's hell. I mean, it's great. It's so cool. Um, so if you ever get a chance to go through that game and then play that part two, try it. i am not done it yet, but it's way more interesting than the part one. Uh, the part one was Elysium, which is the, I guess, like the, the heaven for warriors or whatever that you get to. Mm-hmm. So the part two was, is, is just been refreshing. I don't even know what the third part's going to be. Can't wait. Um, but I'm excited playing through that. Uh, the most important thing is, is, I went to the world series. <laughs> Congratulations. Emily, the man. show. tickets well, really
2: expensive this year. I not played. many people can say that.
0: Yeah. So the Phillies I won the world series. Quiet. Yeah. The Phillies won the world series with a completely jacked up, uh, completely illegal team. <laughs> I mean, we had, like, tons Lots of pros. To there were yeah. legends on there. There were created characters. So there was a fictional character. There were friends of mine. Kevin Oates was on my team. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot, a lot going on there. On top of that, Diamond, and this is the thing I really wanted to talk to you about. That's not why I invited you on the show. Remember... You're uh-huh. here because we love you.
2: Thank you.
3: Um, I'd be scared right now if I were you, Diamond. Um, yeah, here we go. We didn't trick you to come on here because of that story. Sure, I honestly
1: did remember oh, that Diamond has had some sports games, uh, you know, experience. So yes. that's why he's going to ask this question now. Disclaimer, it's not why he, we invited Diamond yet. I, I just want to give him. Felix, you know that we. everyone now knows that
0: it's going to be okay. Diamond, you, I asked you if no one you, thinks uh, you're a dick. Prior to the show, I asked you if you knew what the meta is basically of playing games like this. Is that how I phrased it? I can't remember. But that, no, that, that's a, you I, just I, asked if I played sports no, games. No, I, I I need to. Uh, well, okay. Do you, what's, know, what's do the you know what sliders are? Yes. Okay, so you know what sliders you don't have to play are. sports games to know what a slider is. You just baseball. Burger. No, not a slider. Uh, no, not a slider. Like type of pitch.
3: That is a. Oh, turn. that was going to be my guess. That oh, is a. Wow. Turn.
0: Okay. I was talking about. I didn't clarify no, that. Is- I forgot I was playing a baseball game. I get it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, not slider the pitch. We know what sliders are in baseball. Yeah. No, no, no. What I'm referring to is sliders in, well, sp- I don't know if they're in 2K, but specifically in EA sports titles or like. Well, wait. The show is like, in English. you mean it. settings? Do like, you mean like, settings like, sliders. sliders for the performance of your play? I was like, gotcha. I'm talking okay. to like two okay. things. Oh, that sorry. Sliders oh, could be in the English language game game game. after that. Well, when <laughs> yeah. you no, when you they're called sliders because when you in well in MLB the yeah, show yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, when yeah. you go to save I'm, them, your save file is slidered save file. That's what they call it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah. I was losing a lot and manipulated those sliders f- to my benefit. Okay. So I played approximately over 100 games winning a lot before I realized how much I had jacked these sliders up to the point where it was
3: unfair to the computer, basically. It's like you were playing with a monster squad in in Space Jam versus the Tiny Toons.
0: I I was playing with all these really good players, but then I also jacked up their hitting capabilities, right? I I basically, like, cheated. It's cheating. Yeah, you game-sharked your game, dude. game shark my you,
2: game. Would you say that it that it it injected a higher performance capability to Ooh. your play?
0: Would you have to put an asterisk
2: on your season? Would you have to...
0: Well, I started do getting you feel addicted. like your World
2: Series is tainted?
0: I started getting... Well, I started getting addicted to hitting home runs, so it was great. I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I was You're trying to think more. of Barry this Bonds. This is,
2: you've officially gone on the journey <laughs> that Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa went on.
0: No, I didn't because I didn't hit 73 plus home home runs. So I didn't actually get that journey. I did not get that far along. I had a hitter who got over 50, but like we never made it to 73. But the point is, is okay. So now I've done this and I'm going to adjust them. I'm not going to adjust my, the hitting capability back in the next season. I play, I'm going to adjust the computer to give them better timing and things like that to make the games a little bit more competitive. sure um the problem i had was with a specific slider and it's injuries okay i I increased the injuries i went 162 games an entire postseason and the world series and didn't have a single injury and i can't figure out why I don't know why in this game it won't produce injuries, and I'm thinking. And this is the question I want to ask: uh, do, do difficulty levels add to more injuries? Like, do you get more injured if you go into heavier difficulty levels? To your knowledge,
2: uh, p- potentially, it depends on how they shape the difficulty. A lot of times, there are there are two stats that are typically a- attached to it. There's the sl- the the enhancement slider that. For injuries, and that just affects the overall kind of concept of the which, game. Which I turned and all the then, way up. I did turn that all yeah. the way up. And then typically, players themselves have their own injury statistic. Which in is, is, is that based on their energy bar are.
0: or? that
2: i don't know okay I, you don't I'm, know how, like, it works. In terms of how the show has done it right. i don't know okay. i know how other sports games have done it where there's a specific injury stat for the player and then there's an a slider that impacts the whole game typically it's like it impacts the computer or the player because you typically have two separate sliders that, that um, makes sense
0: Cause, so i think i got to figure out what by going on forums or something i have to research to figure out what what makes that injury stat I don't want yeah. my players injured every 5 minutes, but I do want a semblance of realism back to the game because it's And you can. Tunes. there are
2: actually forums that specify what type of experience do you want? Because if you want crazy realistic, there are sliders that will say that will impact the fact that you really can't throw the same pitch twice or three times yeah, because I, the I don't, computer like a real player is going to figure out what you're throwing.
0: I don't I don't know if I want to like hurt myself, but I definitely want basic injuries to come back into the game because it's just yeah. fucking stupid to go 162 games and not one guy even fucking stubbed a toe. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. yeah, Or you just did a really good job of giving players your breaks.
2: 100%
0: uh, you know what? Possibility. I, I, it's great you bring that up because I did make that mistake and that there were st- statistics that I never could catch up on. I was trying to do all these like ty- you know various statistics, and I could never catch up because the players weren't worked enough. They weren't played enough. And now I'm yeah. leaving it to the computer to just tell me when they need to go out or whatever. Because I was doing it on purpose because I thought, you know, if their energy bar gets under a certain, they're going to get an injury. Well, then yeah. I said, fuck it when... They weren't keeping up in the stats, and then basically, and then I started realizing they weren't goddamn uh, getting injured. And I was like, "Well, I could just yeah. put them in whenever I want." So something, something was broken in that. But I'll, uh, I'll have to research online a little bit more. But I thought I'd uh, run it by you.
2: Yeah, but you went to the World Series, so congrats, congrats, dude.
0: It's fine, it's fine. It's a big, no, it's a big no milestone proud. for a lot of people. we'll, we'll, we'll put bare the yeah, minimum, you get them next year. The bare minimum, it's a milestone because I just did it. Cause it's a lot of, games. Just, I didn't sim a I game. Didn't. There wasn't one game sim- simmed. The only thing I sim- simmed was the uh off season. That was pretty much it. So proud of you. Let, let
2: me ask us a, a side question real quick before I move on. And, and you guys could chime in as well. Assassin's Creed. You mentioned that uh episode one was in Elysium and episode two was in Hades for the DLC. Yeah. Do you like that out of your assassins? Is that jarring to you to go from a game that tries to present itself in a very realistic depiction of like historical ancient Greece and then just jettison you into what could be considered the fantasy part of the game?
0: Uh, I was all well, first off, uh, they have a very uh, humanist perspective on the the high fantasy parts of the game. It's still. It's like Earth there, like they're con- like immediately in Elysium you're introduced to a very, very human squabble, right, like you have one group fighting against the leader of the of the of the area um <laughs> in fact, there's even characters that make a comment on that like have have a meta comment on that where they're like okay, I was on Earth and now I'm here, and I have the same exact problems, <laughs> you know what I mean, so that's first, number one, they don't really jar it too much number two i got introduced to that in the game before like you go to the afterlife of egypt in the first game in that in their dlc so i already kind of knew what i was in for but it was completely different like i mean it's just based based on different mythology um Mm -hmm. so so it was uh it was neat to see the greek perspective of that so i'm 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 chimed in i'm i'm good i love it um, I also like just love how uh, with this one, I specifically love how high it is. Like, you're, you're way, you know, Olympus is supposed to be like way up in the clouds, right? Well, there's these giant rock formations that are just in the sky, and you as an assassin should just jump off them, and you're literally free falling for,
3: <laughs> for some crazy amount of time. It's so much fun. Like, sure. I don't know, the first thing I thought of was like how it's, it feels like, oh, well, they're just turning it into like kind of like a God of War thing, right? where you're just a person meeting the gods and now you're, you're fighting along the gods kind of not like the remake I'm talking. I'm thinking like the old ones too. She's a, she is that
0: the whole time. She's like a, like I said, she's a very, um, a pragma pragmatic version of that. Like, because the way the game is designed, uh, uh, she still can die and the, the simulation can be broken or whatever the fuck they do in Assassin's Creed, you know? Yeah. Um, but she's a demigod, and you learn that very shortly. I mean, she can jump off of any cliff and land and not die from it. It's great. Like it. <laughs> I, I don't know what that. I'm going to uh, do when I go back to, when I start playing Vikings next year or whenever that comes out this fall, and I jump off a cliff and my Viking just dies. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> like i to be like, what yeah, just it happened? Would, it would. You would do that. You would desync, right? It'd be like desynced and like. Yeah, well, yeah that's that's, that's, the, that's the, way the way it was yeah, it, way it, it, yeah. In, in, yeah. in the past. They would say,
0: um, this doesn't mesh with the si- simulation, the original. Uh, yeah, this person never jumped off the roof. Yeah, so, to yeah. The actual right. event. yeah. with actual Same with yeah. killing people. You couldn't kill anyone in the previous one, but this character is a merc. She's a mercenary whose job was to kill people, to be as bloodthirsty as possible. So literally, she could kill anyone and not be punished. The simulation would not punish you for, for murder. Gotcha. It would punish you in the sense that, in that time period, if you murdered someone out of out a, a certain amount of people for no reason, they would send mercenaries after you. And that's what happens. You get a wanted level just like in GTA, and then they send multiple mercs after you over a period of time. And you get really yeah. hairy I mean, because the mercs fight exactly like human players. Their AI is really smart. And it just puts, yeah. puts some pain on you when there's like six of them trying to kill you at once. Mm. You know, it can get kind of nuts. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, well, we talked about it last week. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm itching to have an assa- an Assassin's Creed game where uh, I'm not as I'm more vulnerable. I'm not as invincible, and the enemies are not as invincible. Like you're able to fucking kill the enemies, you know.
2: Like gotcha. an assassin, yeah. Like an
0: assassin, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with a creed. Of I don't story. want it hand. I don't some want kind of a it, creed. I don't maybe. want it hand yeah. fed to me like they did in original games. I don't want to be a God from the beginning one, but I would like, you know, a a very clear path to being godlike with at least the assassins blade, that would be cool to play that again.
3: So cool.
2: Nice. Yeah. Tell me a bit about what you got going on.
3: Um, so this week I've pretty much just been rolling back, playing some old games. I finished half life, Alex, which I wanted to talk about last week, but I think we got sidetracked with other things. Um, I'll talk a little briefly about it right now. That game is exactly what v r is made for in every way that game is was the it was the best v r experience, and I haven't had that many, but it was the best next to beat saber that I have ever had because they present you with all these 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 natural feeling controls and they put you in the position of playing a half life game, which is already like like a top tier design game for me right so the whole the whole game is beautifully designed the whole way through and i want to talk about specifically about one level called jeff and in the level jeff you're you're walking along and you're killing um you know the head crabs and all that stuff you're using your gravity gloves like a pro you're you're pulling things to you but you get to a level called jeff and you meet a human who goes oh don't worry about jeff he can't see you but he can hear you and it's an invisible head crab monster like a person head crab monster who only detects you by sound and not only do they have him detect you by it have him detect you by sound they put you in an old vodka factory so there are bottles everywhere and now you can grab objects and if you knock into something you're gonna knock a bottle over he's gonna hear that and come at you so what they have you do and they and they do this with the, the most clever and subtle cues they will make you use the vodka bottles to redirect him and throw him around and not only that, they have these spores that are like growing on the walls. If you walk too close to certain ones, your your character will start coughing. So they physically make you cover your 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 mouth with your hand with the controller. So they actually act have you act out all these things as you're like tensely sneaking around this 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 factory. And at one moment, this is the only only other part I'm going to talk about. There's one moment where you're solving a puzzle and you lock him in a room and you go awesome i finally got jeff out of my hair right and he's totally he's totally gone and then you realize that the puzzle the next puzzle to activate like the elevator to get you out of the building and the loose circuit is in the room you locked him in so the game like goes you gotta let him out now so you gotta go back in that room and just the way they have you do all these things it's like dance that they have you do it's it really that made me. It made me stop and go. Damn, Valve still can rock level design like they can in Portal, like they can in um, uh, ha- the Half Life games. They know how to d- design an experience and make you kind of go, "Aha! Look, look this. Look what they just did to you." And they made me realize this on my own with the cues that they had. It's it's really like, honestly, it was one of the most. Be- it was a really great moment of playing the uh, game in VR like that, and. I definitely if you have a vr headset you got it you guys got to play this you got to play this game because it is yeah. absolutely outstanding it inspired me to go back and do another run through of half life 2. so um I, i've been playing that like on stream like late at night just like just like playing through the game again and i forgot how like breezy and fun those games are man it is a it is a really fun experience even to go back like what 15, 15 years later how how long yeah. It's been? yeah that sounds about right um but yeah so i've been playing that um also, I've been playing a lot of uh, Call of Duty World War II, just for fun. Just the multiplayer. I know. Out of nowhere. I did not see that coming. Holy... I know, <laughs> <let's> feel, right? <laughs> what a twist. But that game is, that game's, like, fast. I mean, like, Call of, it's a Call of Duty game. You know what to expect. It's a fast, you know, high-octane shooter. You know, you're spawning, you're killing things a lot. But it's just a fun, it's just a fun like, uh, I'm just going to shoot the shit for a while. Um, and, of course, Valorant. That's another game Man. I've just been putting a lot of time into. But we've talked a lot about that, and... uh that game's, game's pretty solid. Um, the next game that we can talk about, if you want Diamond, unless sure. you have any questions, do you have any questions about Half-Life or whatever? I,
2: I, I do really quick, but before I go, uh, it, in terms of the Jeff level, because I, I agree with you, the design aspect of that level is absolutely amazing. Would There's a, uh, I, I've seen people play it. My, a buddy of mine has it, so I got the chance to like witness it secondhand nice. uh, without like actually getting the chance to play it. But the benefit of witnessing it secondhand is kind of my question there's a, a time period in gaming where games like outlast and resident evil seven really tried to perfect that ambiance, but within the perspective of playing it with a controller, do you think that Jeff sequence is still stands up regardless of
3: the peripheral you're using? I think it's enhanced by the peripheral. I gotcha. think cause like I got, I got the question a lot. That's like, um, do you think you could still play Half Life Alex if it wasn't in VR? Yeah. Um, and maybe, like, maybe, maybe you can. But that game is designed with the idea that you can control both of your hands, which mm-hmm. is not something you can do with either a controller or a keyboard, a mouse. Like, you just can't do that because I'm because li- I'm literally like everything I do is pointing at an object and I'm flicking it to my hand and I can catch it. Like, that's those are like the. That's like the main ability that you have. What's up, Felix? I think design
0: completely changes when you have to think about a, a virtual a perspective. Right. Right. Um, because I made the point, I think, on here, or maybe I just made it to talking with friends. I can't remember when I made the point. But like, uh, Borderlands 2 does not translate into VR at all. The Borderlands VR experience is horrible. And the reason yeah, it's being, probably a, it's probably a very static
3: experience. It's just the
0: exact game put into VR, and the problem with that is, the creatures are not designed to run at you as if you were in a VR world. They run mm-hmm. at you, and, and, and they get lost in your blind spots that are next to your body. So if, yeah. you, if you don't kill the creature before it gets close to you, you'll lose it, and it'll just be killing you.
3: Yeah, actually valve um talked about this this design philosophy as well when they said when you get into like firefight encounters in in it they in half-life 2 they would throw a bunch of bad guys at you like they would just like throw waves of them at you until you took them out but in alex what they did was they'll they'll do a select number of group like a select number of enemies to throw at you and they'll position them in ways that makes it a more engaging firefight because you're moving your arms around you're gonna get a lot really tired if you're constantly jerking around ducking and and dodging and moving so they tailored the experience to have to have it so like you're just like three four enemies at a time and they kind of circle around you and they try and do really smart AI things but they do it within like the limits that they know you're in VR kind of design wise like the way they designed it and that um, that, that doesn't become that evident inside. to you when you're playing right um it became evident to me after I watched that video of them talking about it. But no. after I read, watched the video, I was like, "Oh, I see what they mean now by this. Like, I get it." Like, no, I but you didn't notice it when you
0: were playing it without any inside information.
3: Um, no, not really. Okay. Um, the enemies are. I definitely noticed that they were less in number as they threw them at you. Um, just in general, like uh, it's usually like two or three or four. Of the like, like head crab monsters that like shamble, like shamblers or whatever, um, and then like three to four tops, maybe of the combine that they throw you. These soldiers that that you fight in the game. Um, but yeah, but uh, going back to your like, like Borderlands two comparison, yeah, like like Valve explicitly knew that they were designing a VR product in this, so I don't think that this game would translate in reverse. Like I, I just don't. It's just because of the way they have you do things like you have pockets in your like dimensional pockets in your wrists, like your storage is behind you. Like they have you do all these things that like, you actually have to throw a grenade. Like you click the grenade and then you throw it. Like all the actions are like real one-to-one actions. Like I just don't think, I just don't think you could go in reverse. Like this game, they definitely knew what they were doing when they said this can only be a VR game. It's probably not going to be a non VR game. How many hours did it take for you to complete it? uh about 15 16 maybe and it's a how, full, it's a full time frame. Frame. on average yeah.
0: how long was a game session for you
3: um shit like five six hours uh one day i remember i had to like stop after two hours and just like get some water and take a break because it's kind of disorienting after a while standing around and wearing that headset and being in that world and then you take it off and you're like oh well real life is still here oh my god so, like, sometimes yeah. I had to, like, take a break, you know, like, you can't just, I couldn't just, like, be in there without getting nauseous after, like, a th- three, four-hour period, probably. I'd say I'd give myself tops. i take breaks when I try to do it on stream, too, um, just for the sake of it. So, there was, um, there was some uh, motion sickness from it of some kind. If I was well hydrated and I, like, you know, was, all, was fine, I was usually fine. Okay. But sometimes, yes. Eventually, I'd be like, whoa, okay, I have to, like, sit down for a second take a breather because it does does end up getting like overwhelming just being in there for a while but yeah 100% recommend that is definitely the killer app for vr good stuff yeah man awesome are you ready to talk about trip do you have do you have anything
1: uh you guys know that it's been a uh kind of a tumultuous week tumultuous 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 like i know how to say the word then i said the word and my brain was like nope uh tumultuous <laughs> um you know moving new jobs all like, this kind of stuff but I, uh, yeah but not <laughs> um but last week uh i mentioned on the show i picked up a pro controller for the switch and yes. that Watchmen. has kind of reinvigorated my connection with the switch so much so that i brought it upstairs put it on my big screen tv sat on the couch And kind of reconnected with playing games that way. And that made me dive back into uh, not only Breath of the Wild for a short amount of time, but Skyrim. Nice. And Skyrim on Switch has been so much fun, man. And I just like restarted the file that I had on there wherever I was in the game and just kind of like reconnected with what I was doing and explore the world. And that has been I was in Windhelm. I was doing the murder mystery quest, love it love and it. then since I was there, I went into the um the into, into the Jarl chambers, like the the governor of of that town, and I walked in there and I started doing the um the the war quest line, oh yeah the civil war between civil the war. Uh, Stormcloaks yeah. and the uh the old uh, mary dominion the the empire oh and oh, and of course that that got bugged for me. When I first played this game on PS3, and it got bugged for me again, playing it on the Switch.
0: Yeah, I broke that. Like I finished. I I did
1: the uh, the first invasion of Whiterun I did, and then after that, like no one would talk to me. Like no one would progress the quest. I was like, well, I guess I'm just fucking not doing my own now. Yeah, I broke that
0: city quest, and I also broke the one in. uh, uh, We talked about this on the show, but the one in um, Markarth, Markarth,
1: Markarth. Yeah, yeah.
0: Can can I ask ask what
2: is
1: the what is the collective number of copies we own of this game? But oh. well, let me just—I'll go personally. Uh, PS3, yeah, telling them all up. Together. PS3, Switch, um, Special Edition, PC, VR, which was a separate purchase. So I own. F- I'm trying to think if Kevin Oates has given me like copy on Xbox because he sometimes just gives me Xbox games and he doesn't need anymore. So I, no, I think I'm, I'm at four. I'm at four.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm at three um i have it on switch and pc i believe i didn't get it on oh uh, i had it on ps3 at one point so i had it on ps3 yeah <laughs> so five, five copies five so on what? Five. Five, on what? five on so what it's it's like on, I had it on 15
1: 15 together yeah yeah three together. three four five holy moly that's skyrim insane. A lot of skyrim but Literally, it's fun I just, wanted to, I just wanted to let no, that say, like, like i know there are, are games that have come out of it like red dead is red dead 2 red dead redemption 2 is probably the most like open world real life simulation kind of game you mm-hmm. know but like man i still call skyrim like the west world of video games just the things you can do and the way people are living their own lives in the game is just nuts you know it mm-hmm. paved the way for so much open world exploration and stuff like that. Um, I just it's, hopped on a horse. I bought a horse because I think my horse died last time from like fighting a dragon. And then just just bought a new one and started cruising. And I remember I, I played this game on the switch the playthrough I did very like realistically, like I would eat food when I would go to an inn. I would like, you know, decorate my houses that I bought as I like, you know, got money and, and got infamy in an area. And I would like do real journey between two places. I wouldn't fast travel. Or if I did, if I did want to fast travel, I would like go to the guy outside and like pay for the cart. You're doing so proximity to the city. That kind of thing. I could see you're doing, and almost- you really do find so much more in the world by doing this actual, like, you know, adventure based, non-fast
3: travel playthrough. Did you hear me? That's definitely a strength of the... He's, yeah, he's doing yeah. Proximity.
0: the proximity playthrough of Trip mm-hmm. Zero. It's amazing. Yeah,
3: so, uh, and Bethesda, it's funny, because I tweeted out... Um, I'm sorry, what did you say? Uh, yeah? I was going to say, uh, Bethesda games, like in these ones specifically, and in, in the ones we're talking about, like Fallout and Skyrim, they benefit a lot more when you're just on foot. Because yeah. like I played a sh- like a way more Oblivion than any of Skyrim, which is really weird. But Oblivion you would encounter things all the time like you would just run into random people like pickpocketing you or like robbers on the on the like they'll stop you on the on your tracks and try and rob you like mm-hmm. those games excel at creating those like ambient experiences those like really mm-hmm. just dynamic experiences which which that's why there's never been cars, cars so good, in right? any Fallout
0: game there's never been cars because
1: no you would you would ruin the exploration
0: you if, were, you had, you would ruin if you had had cars, cars
2: yeah. think about it. that's why that's why The Witcher was so good I mean hop on a horse and, uh, people did not want to fast travel in the witcher because right. it was so much fun to travel from. Even if you had to go from one side of the map, all the way to the other, people would just do that. And wherever you would go is, is is whatever you would run into. And it really established that. So. The
0: the thing I, they uh, did with the witcher is they broke it. There were sections, but you could yes. get to the end of the map and then it would take you to the next map automatically. But it wasn't one huge giant map like Skyrim Correct. is. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I tweeted out uh, Solitude is the best city, don't at me. And then Diamond Jab jumped in there and he's like, ooh, like spicy takes. Um, and then as you mentioned Diamond that you liked Riften. Yes. Because Rifton is very close to a dragon burial site. So usually new players walk out of Riften and just get fucked. <laughs> I went to Riften to, uh, to go into like the Thieves' Den or something. Yep. And uh, I left the Thieves' Den again and there was a dragon attacking right outside uh, the front gate. Every time, yeah, it's like clockwork. And all the guards are freaking the fuck out. You know, there's a dragon. Oh my god! And just like and losing their shit. It's all the guards running in there and trying to pull him. He's you have all you the know.
2: guards, and then it's the one guard who's trying to bribe you
1: to get you into Riften Is like, right? Hey, want to get then, in. And like, then you end up smacking a guard because they're all right there, cluster fucking around the oh, dragon, yeah. and then they arrest you because you like you know struck a guard. It just it's a shit show. But I was like, wow, he literally said that. Exactly is- what is.
0: Uh, the, the town terrible. the town at the I base of the Solitude, mountain though. is called I Ivan Iverstead is that the town at the base of the mountain Iverstead uh, Iverstead is, is
3: the base yeah, yeah the
0: Iversted, it's a it's like
1: it's three tiny. It's not like a, three not cottages a, and then like a sawmill I think but the yeah, Iverstead is the town you go through before you actually climb up to the Greybeards. That's where you get the
0: Get the quest from the lady who wants the bear pelts. She's like, get me as many bear pelts as possible. What's, I see, yeah. Kill all the there.
3: bears. What's the city that's on top of the rock that overlooks the water? That's Solitude. Solitude. That's okay, good. I, I I thought that's what you were talking about. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I love that because it's
1: like you have, um, I'm going to draw out using the space on my screen. You have the city, you have like the city where you walk into here, right? Like a big chunk of the city. And even that's composed of like different levels. You have like the, the blacksmith area, like the crafting area. You have like the, you know, the inns and everything, the town square. And then you have like the castle. It's higher up. Actually, I'm going to do it away from it. Castle's like higher up, but still accessible to the main town. And then like the rock, the natural rock that it's built on pinches, like it, it goes up like this and pinches, and then there's like this little, like almost like a bridge, like a natural bridge, and then it goes a little bit thicker, and that's where it connects to like the ground. So you have this like archway that you can walk in under and the city. Like beautiful, like you see under like the that little pinch, and then like the expansion over here is like the residential area, the neighborhoods. That's where the Bard College. Of- of Bard College is there. Yeah. That's where the the Yarls' house is. All the houses uh, that are just in the neighborhood. You could buy your own house there, which is a dope, like super well natural lit. Spot and it just
0: like the city.
1: Cottage. If you go down the hill,
2: there's a there's the windmill, and mm-hmm. then if you go further down, are the docks for East India Trading. Yeah, exactly. Leaper, too it's amazing. A good, it's
1: a great city, beautiful city. Glad we're talking about Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah. Look,
3: Half Life 2, Skyrim <laughs> making you want to boot it up. It's, it's 2020, it's, it's 2020, 2020. we're hitting all
0: these. I don't know much about it, but I heard, uh, Diamond that they added those sec some of those sections of the map into elder scrolls online but i don't know i don't know
2: it's possible i mean it's in graymore so i don't know
1: exactly what's going to
2: be i don't included where's graymore
0: in, i don't remember where that was
1: i don't know where graymore is in the world of things that Neither i've never even heard of yeah. i know you could it was always fun to like you can glitch to the top of the uh the map in skyrim like the it's the bottom of the map but like the top of the mountains and you can look out and they actually have the white gold city the main tower from oblivion that's visible yeah. and oh, character yeah. Modeled. Yeah. yeah it's character modeled as to where it would be geographically but obviously you can't leave the state of skyrim mm-hmm. but like they put it there but you would never see that if you were never up that high so it's like maybe they just like in there's case a, someone like made the camera go like
0: there's south the enough path to
2: leave skyrim which is the, the cart that takes you down but yeah. you can't you can't go for right.
0: you, you so. could fly um, in one of the po- the DLCs, you could fly dragons, so I'm sure people had to. see They did it, add actually. that, yeah. yeah.
1: This was still in base game, though. Yeah, like, uh, the town model.
0: But the version, just, yeah, the version you're playing has all that shit in it. You just yeah, have- the Switch version has all DLC yeah, built in. You would have to get to that. Which portion. and I
1: never, I never bought the DLC on any other version. I mean, I guess I own it on the computer, but I didn't really dive into it. But one of the DLC is the is the Hearthfire. DLC where you can like build your own home your own house. out of yeah. materials. You gather You and gather materials children. and wood and everything and-, and adopt children. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Where the I'm game not, is doing real all, weird. not doing any of that shit. No, thank you. We're she good. Comes We're all good you, out she comes up to you. She
0: goes, I need a home. Will you be my mommy?
1: No, you're just like <laughs> no, not okay. at all. No, nope. built my uh, house. For the
0: Skyrim,
2: everyone. It's available on every platform possible. Yeah. Truly, I'm an adventurer.
0: I'm never home, but yeah, sure, hey, I'll take hey, cha- care cool. of a child. Skyrim, cool, thanks. Cool, thanks. <laughs> cool. thanks. Awesome, <laughs> nice. But yeah, that's
1: a night week, dude. You make cool. me want to play Skyrim again. No joke. It's just, it's just the best. One of those games, um, and the music. I, oh, god, the music. Yeah, drink mm. for music.
0: My dad yes. listens to that music. He loves that music. He's that's never played the music, game dude. once. I showed him the game. Finally, I had to switch down my uh, parents' house, had it on the big TV, and I fucking I, I popped in uh, Skyrim, and I go check that out. That's from the the that's the game from the soundtrack that you play. You hear the, the soundtrack a long time my ago. My dad standing gave- behind, he goes, "I swear to God, this is the exact words." He goes, "That's pretty real." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah. I love how I,
2: Felix presents Skyrim like dudes comparing cars. He's just like, hey, uh, check that out. <laughs> what, what do you think of that bad boy, You've right? That, dude, but right? he's You've been listening that.
0: to the soundtrack. Look at Look at that seven, town. Look, look at the
1: model God. of this town, dude. That look at that, that blacksmith. This guy's own schedule, man. He's walking around on his own. I sent going go to his house, whether or not I walk over here. He just got. He's doing his own thing.
0: I sent him that soundtrack years ago, and he just got into it. And he loves it. And I also sent him the Elder Scrolls Online
3: soundtracks when they came out. Love it. A long time ago, when my dad got his first iPod and he was building his music library, I gave him like all of my music. I sent him like I gave him all of it, and a lot of that consists of all the Final Fantasy music. So whenever I go over there, he's he'll just play it on his stereo, and he goes, "Hey, remember when you gave me this?" I'm like, "Yes, I remember exactly." I know what I, I know what you're doing, Dad. I know what you're <laughs> he, doing he, said, he said he loves it. He said he loves all the Final Fantasy music and That's, various various anime soundtracks and that I had on there. It's funny. My dad just told
2: me he's watching uh, Clone Wars, and I was like, "Whoa, what?" Another he was anime. like, "Yeah, the what? animation and the comedy is like really good." I was like,
0: "Stepping up, guys. What is happening?" Uh, I'm sorry, he went on this tangent, so I'm bringing this up. I got very angry this past week because fucking uh, George Lucas. Release the goddamn recordings. episodes out of fucking order. Why would he I'm do sorry. that? Sorry. Why would he do that? I didn't. I didn't think this was a thing. Why would you not release them in chronological
3: order? It makes no sense. It was a production thing. It was oh, a production. thing. It's production. And, oh. yeah, you might as well blame Dave, Dave Filoni on it. Yeah. At least, at least the right guy. Yeah. Dave Filoni's pretty cool, though. He yeah. is really cool. But he I had cool. to. I had to start over. Yeah.
0: I'm rewatching them all over. And now I'm in second season. Nice. But I'm doing okay. it chronologically, finally. And it all makes all sense. Right. Actually know who Heavy is. And his death <laughs> was more dramatic.
3: Yeah, that, that does help, It had more of know an impact who knowing who I Heavy love was. It. Diamond. Yes. Let's talk about Crucible. Let's. A game you got lots of hands on time with. I want to hear your whole journey with this game. Because I am sure. I'm fascinated with it. Because I, this honestly came out of nowhere for me. This yes, game. for a lot of I, us it I, did when i saw it i thought it was this other game that was announced a few like a like a month or two ago that was you know i'm talking about you know what game i'm talking about breakaway i think it's a it's like a it's well it's a live service third person cover shooter yeah very generic description of the game i'm giving i'm sorry but i literally might as well just be yeah i thought this was that please take it away tell us what this is what what happened
2: yeah so rewind i was at pax east my thing having a good time playing games no big deal little did i know that in a really teeny tiny room in the pax east area not on the main show floor not in the area, like off to the side was uh relentless games and they are the developer alongside amazon who is now getting into the the game space with their web service and all that jazz they're now getting into the game space. They have an MMO coming out later in the fall, and they had this game called Crucible, which was uh, originally a um, a battle royale. That was the original concept of the game. Um, was a hero shooter that was a battle royale. You chose a character. It's a battle royale, like any other battle royale. Nothing really changed. And then they did not necessarily want to do that anymore. They want, they wanted to try to make something unique. And so crucible is a PVE VP experience. If you think gambit in destiny, apex legends and League of legends all kind of had a baby. That's pretty much what this is. It's a very, um, very
3: good description of that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like it's, it's hard to like to put it into a specific box because it's like five different games. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, it is a hero shooter. Ten characters are, are inserted in the game. Um, each hero has their own abilities, their own weapons, their own movement styles, the whole nine yards. But rather than leveling up the character just as you own the game, or rather than the character having preset abilities, every character has their own skill tree that levels in the match that you're currently playing in. So that's that's the Uh, very very MOBA aspect of it, right? It's the very MOBA aspect of it, yeah. If you think in League of Legends, you spend your gold to get equipment and abilities. In this instance, it's just abilities. And instead of gold, what they do is they pull from Gambit. Uh, You're essentially in the PvE space. The uh, wildlife in the area drops material known as essence. As teams pick that up, it accumulates into XP, and that levels your character. However, the skill tree is chosen before you get into the game. So you essentially have to think about how you want your character to play going into a match because that's the journey it's going to go on. You can't change it actively over time. Feel it's good.
0: You, you're using words associated with destiny, but I think you're not talking about destiny. So uh, you're saying Gambit and Crucible, and like there's all these words that are this, destiny. This, this entire I'm, game. I'm is realizing. Yes. There is a game called Crucible. Got it.
2: Boom. Made by who? Made made by Relentless Games and Amazon. Oh, got it. Thank you. Perfect. (laughs) Different thing. Yeah. So but they have similar qualities to other titles, which is where the gambit game mode in Destiny comes in. But they don't call do they call
0: that aspect of their game gambit?
2: No. No. Okay, got it. No, completely separate, just similar quality.
0: Referring
3: to Gambit's game type. Yeah, you're giving people an analogy, which we're going to talk about later. And we're talking about MOBAs because it also borrows from the the MOBA genre as well when you level up in the game. Which refers to a later news
0: point. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, long story short,
2: I did not know this game existed. Until Nimbus, one of our correspondents, messaged me and was like, hey, check this out. So we check it out. It turns out they had a closed preview and they just let anyone who asked, they let him in there. But there were only 400 of us in there. So it was a very small group. And so it was a closed preview that led to launch in terms of getting an idea of the game. They, I was under the perception that they, it was a battle royale which they have that game mode. Then they have a game mode that is uh, you against the environment, also against other players. So it's this kind of hodgepodge of, of a lot of moving parts. You're playing against other players. You're fighting against the environment. It's all the same. And launch was today. And I have to admit that... Uh, my my launch kind of review of the game is that there are a lot of games that come with a price tag that are amazing. Red Dead Redemption 2, $60, 100% worth it. Uh, uh, Last of Us, $60, 100% worth it, right? You, you equate the value that you spend with the experience that you get. We played Crucible, and uh, it is... Um, it is not well-polished, Yeah, I would and agree. it is fairly raw. But those do not equate to the fun that I was having in a group. And I specify that because I played in a group today, and it was phenomenal. I played by myself, and it was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> no. So those are two very different experiences. There's in no the- any for chat, this is there? There's at the current moment, there's no voice chat and there's no text chat. So in a game that requires a lot of cooperation, there is no way to cooperate
3: with the people you're playing with other than hoping that they know how to play the game. It's really hard and especially that four player game mode we were playing. Correct. It requires you to capture points on the map. It requires you to all synchronize and attack a point at the same time and be able to fight another team at the same time. Correct. That's a, that takes a lot of coordination and a lot of talking. Go D- ahead. Yeah,
0: diamond jab. Yes, this sounds like your day one experience with Fallout seventy six. You um, for I I played no, with you the because first I didn't day pay
2: for Crucible. Oh yeah, that's Crucible's true. Crucible's free to play. It's free.
0: Got it. Okay, never mind. Yeah. So
2: that's that's, it- that's the core difference, if there is one, is that uh, Fallout seventy six was an investment night an amazing first day. First day playing I never saw you again. <laughs> And then, yeah, we we couldn't coordinate a day. I tried to play by myself and just really wasn't having it. Right. But if you had the same same. I played in a large group with a lot of communication and it was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. One, it's uh, uh, on par with Valorant in its own way, on par with my Overwatch time, which I put a lot of time into. So, like, it is a lot of fun. But Overwatch, I found a way to play alone valorant i found a way to play alone mm-hmm. crucible however does not have the same support system that allows players to pay, play alone it does have a ping system but that's only going to take you so far i could ping an enemy i could ping an item and a I can ping a like, space. let's
3: say apex like apex is when you ping an apex the the actors visu- uh, vocally contextualize what you're doing right correct like at, at all times they, they contextualize it it's it's
2: it's much more there's more detailing in the contextualization for apex there is in in crucible it's just not as it's not as exact right they might say there's a med kit and that's about it like there's no there's no context to the area or the region or or location or whatever the case may be so um but i will say this for a free-to-play game with a $10 battle pass, if you take the Apex concept, um, it is fairly lenient it what it gives to players that choose to invest. There are 80 tiers uh, in the battle pass, and there are 11 points in those tiers that offer increased XP bumps for these characters, which equates to costumes, um, lore tabs, audio files, emotes, uh, uh, emojis and something else. I can't remember what the other thing is, but so there's never a moment as I'm playing where I'm not receiving something for playing. And so I will say that it's uh, free to play games. A lot of times will pigeonhole you into equating the time you're putting in with spoon feeding you your goals. Um, this season is is fairly lenient in what it gives players. Um, it also give players
3: player huh they have to build their player base up they have well, to, one, they, they have have to build their, yeah so of they course yeah a year
2: team. from now the battle pass could be an absolute disaster you know when it finally has players that it it tries to make money off of. I will say this though, um, they are very uh conscientious about allowing players to choose what they want rather than putting skins on the battle pass they put keys on the battle pass and you choose what skin you want of the legendaries. So if you don't play as a certain character, there's no benefit to getting that character's skin. Instead, you get this key and you go, where's the character? I main? that's the legendary skin I want. So if that's the value, you can kind of define what you want that to be. So it's an anomaly in the free to play space. I'm interested to see six months down the road, what they choose to do. They were adamant. There's only going to be one map. They were adamant um, in terms of the intentional design. They want players to learn the space. Um, they're also adamant that it's it's not a professional game. It is it is a video game. And they want to double down on the abilities and the uh, elements of the environment. And, and they were incredibly uh, open about the lore and the narrative that they were weaving within the characters. So it's a really weird game because... It doesn't have the same polish that a game like Apex, which is free to play, does because it doesn't have the same backing. But it has the same. It has what at least what I perceive as uh, more upfront intentionality with its player base early on. So I will say that in terms of the the free to play experience.
3: But um, one thing I felt about when I was playing it was like that. I that I kept like re- like thinking about like in the act of playing it was it always felt like to me like like hit detection and thing like, like connecting my swings with a sword or shooting fire and someone like with an ability never really, I never really felt like I was actually hitting a target. Mm -hmm. There needs to be some kind of like feedback that like Mm -hmm. actually like tells me as the, that, that I'm hitting the person a lot easier or I'm getting hit. Um, and that was a problem I was having and, and I was struggling with most of the most of my time. Think away. of it this way. Uh, say what you will about the experience,
2: but uh, I find it incredibly ironic that there's a game with worse hit detection than anthem had very early on oh, uh, And anthem had terrible hit detection early on. but is huh that mm-hmm. drove me away from the game entirely. Yeah, so in, in, at, at bare minimum in Anthem when you're using a flamethrower, there's an audible sound of the ticking noise of the damage over time you're getting, right? This is non-existent in Crucible. When you play as Summer, it looks like your flamethrower is like Photoshop layered on top of the enemy, mm-hmm. and then you're just looking at their health bar, do whatever has happened.
3: I played as this character and I'm just trying to paint my flamethrower over the enemy. Yeah. Like, it's it's like, it's like Microsoft paint. You're just trying to cover a space and, and whatever
2: happens happens. I so, don't know. Damage. <laughs> I don't know if I'm hurting the person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Like, and the thing is that they're thinking about those things and they've implemented things like damage over time. Health bars flash a different color when you've, when you've done something to that enemy. So like, they thought about it in certain aspects, but I think they just haven't polished that out in other areas. I played as a Jonah who has like a, a grappling hook similar to like like Batman. She just attaches it and she goes, she swings around. There the reticle does not change for what is an attachable point. And so there are moments where I'm just kind of firing and realizing that I'm either too far or it's not an attachable point. So I'm uh, there are wasted clicks. If you think about the professional aspect of like a game, you never want to waste like Valorant, you never want to waste a click, right? Because right. it's the chance that you're going to get, you know, taken out if you if you're not conscientiously thinking about that. This is the same way. If I'm clicking and my ability is doing nothing, that's a wasted click in the experience. So I think as it gets more polished after its launch, um, I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, but yeah, like uh, if I'm playing with people, there's a there's an odd separation between the experience I was having. Uh, the fun I was having versus the things that need to be done. They almost existed in two separate spaces um so it's it, it was a really weird kind of experience today but i enjoyed it for what it was and for, yeah. for the investment that goes into it so
3: ultimately i think the character's abilities are interesting and fun the way you acquire the abilities over the period of the match is really fun yeah. um i think i think it's all very cool and creative like all the character designs are awesome yeah. Just there's promise we'll, you play we'll, as a character that can blink all over the map that's pretty that's yeah funny. it's it. it's, it's awesome. weird
2: it's yeah. They're really okay with with characters to have distinct abilities and for some to be overpowerful. Like Cezanne has no reload ability. She literally mm-hmm. just swaps between weapons and then yeah. there's a, a recharge timer for when she can use that weapon again. So yeah. if you're thinking typical shooters, you know, people after they get a killer just mashing the R button. You know, in Call of Duty, we see it all the time. They get a kill, they reload. They get a kill, they reload. In this instance, that's not the case. You have to think about, okay, what am I switching to? So there there are aspects of it that I think challenge what players are used to, uh, which I think is really good. In some instances, I would say for certain characters more so than Overwatch does. I think Overwatch can sometimes be fairly comfortable in point-and-click characters. You yeah. just kind of point something in a direction, you click, and it does that thing. Um echo was probably the first time in a while that they've done that. So
3: yeah, that's actually a good way of putting it, a point and click character. I
2: like that. Actually. Yeah. it's And in this instance, they, they have characters where that is the case. Um, but then they have, uh, characters where there's not like Rahi and brother are your tanks. They're not, he, he's not a great character against multiple enemies, but he absorbs a ton of damage if he's fighting one-on-one. Um, and so you can support other characters and yourself with shielding abilities, um, similar to like Azaria, but he has less range than she does. So to be able to think about positioning and where you want to send certain abilities, it's, it's, those are the characters I really enjoy that force you to think a little more than, than say a Mendoza who you could find in any call of duty game in history. So soldier um, Six, Yeah. So it's literally, it's, it's a copy. 76. I'll save as soldier seventy
3: six and that's exactly copy my homework, but I uh, just changed it a little so we, you know just, getting, You know, I just copied
2: my homework, but there it is you know <laughs> so uh but I think
3: it's a it's a good game
2: for 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 people to have something a little different uh to get a vibe what it feels like and and then to take it from there,
3: but I enjoyed it for what it was, yeah, me too uh, ultimately, I think it's got a lot of promise, and I think with a bunch more months of polish and just taking in player feedback and oh. and you know updating and updating yeah. i think. They have a really cool thing going on their hands, especially for a free-to-play game. I think it could potentially do some good. I don't know if it's going to break ground like Apex did, but um, probably not. But that's okay. It's a special I, game. I
2: think it's if it cool if it thing. does a quarter of what Apex did, given the fact that the dev team is only thirty people, damn, um, yeah. that would be considered a success for them. So, like, I I think they're they're very. Up front in terms of what they want to accomplish And how they want to accomplish it And they have a long term goal Like Amazon is invested in this And uh, New World which is their MMO coming out in the fall So they got a lot, of, a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline That I'm interested to see I don't think they're trying to take over the industry I
3: just think they're trying to put stuff out there And see what, how people they're feel serving their own little niche in their, yeah. in their spot, you know? And I like that I like that, that kind of uh, mentality yeah. Yeah. It's the
2: devolver mentality
3: Yes, the dev- that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Good example. Good example. I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're great. I love them. So- I love them so much. Um, you guys ready to move into the news? Well, let's do 100%. the news, man. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. First topic. We're just going to nail this one out. We're going to get this one out of the way. This past week, they showed us our first look of Ghost of Tsushima's gameplay. Hold on. Tsushima. Hold on. Tsushima. As Felix might put it. Stupid ads. Fuck. What are, we, what are we holding on for? <laughs> That's why so we box, to uh, show that up. the people in the trailer.
1: Oh God, Felix! Felix, we can't hear.
0: Japan. What is it? Play it again. You guys are right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's took Japanese for like four years. Tsushima. Japan. Tsushima. What, yeah. what clip is that even from? dictionary.com
0: oh, he Dictionary.
1: to- oh I thought you were playing the trailer of the uh of the game. Where uh now I'm intrigued where you got Sushma from. It's f-
0: from this clip that we watched.
1: <laughs>
2: let's not go back to conversation. This
0: guy said it and I, I heard it. No no, uh, interesting fact though. Uh, I didn't know that they were uh independent separate islands um between yes. one of the Japanese islands and Korea.
2: So the there's one thing I love about this trailer and that is yeah. that I I've been waiting for a developer to start thinking outside of the box mm-hmm. for third person open world games. Every third person open world game feels like they've copied the homework of other third person open world games and they just kind of insert it into the narrative. Right. Right. There are some games, like, say, Spider-Man, for example, that allow you to think differently in terms of how you navigate a play space, but the core concept is the same. In the first five minutes of this video, they go, we wanted to think about what navigation looked like. So when you ping something on the map, rather than there being a symbol or something for you to follow, nature kind of takes its course and... The winds change and blow in the direction you're supposed to be going in, and wheat fields kind of start moving in that direction, and trees are swaying in that direction. And I was just like,
1: "Brilliant! Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely." Is, and we didn't absolutely. take a little diamond a little square, <laughs> like, or a little yeah. arrow, and put it over the map, floating above someone's yeah. head go to.
3: I Not, said, "Hey, like, just the the wind and tells you where to go. It's artistically beautiful to watch." Oh. it. Happen. Right? Like the, the, way, the way they portray like, everything, like the wind just like, flows in front of you and it creates a picture. Every scene is a photo, right? Like every scene yeah. is a picture. Uh, like a Amazing. beautiful. It's a Amazing. brilliant, brilliant idea. Easiest um, way to sell me in the first five minutes. Yep. And not only that, like uh, I guess we'll just go right through it. Like we, like we went into combat, right? Sword play, quick and breezy. They show you, they show you real good, quick samurai combat. Loved it. Loved every second. And. There is a button, which an article came out like a day later. There's a button to flip your sword, the blood off your sword. Yeah. So you get that like very important. It's very important. All for the visual presentation, like the nature of it. The nature of the whole game is the game is yeah. so visually striking. It's, I can't believe it's it. it's gorgeous,
1: man. I'm so excited for this game to come out. It's just gorgeous and seamless. And the music, the music is as a person's riding, is so riding through this area. The natural I, sounds along with like just the pan flutes that are just weaving in and out yeah. of whatever you do. I like the
2: fact that they were there's a line that I really love in the state of play where they go, they start talking about the stealth and they go, um, you know, the world responds to when you choose to become the ghost of Tsushima, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people might go, Oh, it's it's the title. It's yeah, that's that's a fun play on words. But I took it as the ghost is not the stealth part it's the overtly antagonistic part against the culture that you're in you know you you are brazenly just murdering people you're not fighting them one-on-one you're not you're not going through the typical kind of i guess in that time frame formalities of battle where someone like, if you think about like Batman, the way he would act in this era would actually be seen negatively because it's not within the formalities of, of combat. And I, I kind of sat back and was like, I like the fact that there's a there's a fear that a game like a game like Batman just makes the character seem scary. Here, people are genuinely fearful of the ghost because one it means you're dead and two it means there's no honor in 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 what's happening right and i and i i lo- just that wording just really stood out to me and i was like holy shit like if i if i become the ghost it's almost like this alternative persona that i choose to become this antagonistic negative persona
3: which i i really really enjoyed yeah and they they demonstrated it in two ways they showed you fighting honorably and, yeah. and, and donning your samurai gear and going going in like you know head first, and yeah. then they show later on you being the ghost. Um, they almost made it seem like you were able to like don the mask of the ghost and, yeah. and play a different way. And you could maybe I don't know if you can choose. I can't confirm this, but like I can choose to go. I'm going to be a samurai here, an honorable warrior, and attack head on. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to be the ninja ghost, the the the. Knife and I'm going to set this boat on fire. Exactly. exactly, like
2: burn this whole place down. Like it was, it, the dichotomy was so strong that, like, in a trailer without revealing a lot, it showed me that the play style wasn't just a unique play style; it was literally a different way to play. Which yes. I think a lot of games struggle with. That aspect
0: mm-hmm. reminds me of a game that we, which game? Some of us have played Fable. Oh yeah,
2: it's
0: just like. Fable. Gotta be honest,
2: I thought I was going to say the Saboteur.
0: <laughs> just like that would have s- been a great uh, setup the, for the, a saboteur. The ghost reference. part of it is just like the saboteur. I
3: Fable mean, no, has
2: that aspect where like your choices define how people view you. Yeah, which is really strong.
3: And, and, but, and it affects
2: visually too in Fable. Yeah, like it changes aesthetically, but it, it like the the way you play is arguably the same. Oh, yeah. Like here, they made it seem as though if you don that samurai armor you can't really stealth around like you can't jump on beams. You can't like use a use a, like in Sekiro. There's no hook to like get up to a, a, a higher platform. You can't gain elevation over enemies and like stalk them because you're, you're in this burly samurai armor. Everyone yeah, can, see. can see your playstyle almost. Yeah. It's like, so it, it's, yeah. it's, it's different in that way. And I, th- I think that's what, what drew me was like, oh, wow, like if I choose to be this, I have to accept what comes with that.
3: It's like to go back to Batman, it's like in the Dark Knight where he he has to stop. I forgot what, what the scene was, but he has to stop like a bomb from going off. but he can't put Batman suit on. It's daytime. He can't go out yeah. and, can't go on his Batman right now. So, he yeah, gets in, yeah, and yeah. He, and he drives as fast as he can. And. You know, whips through to stop and, the and Lamborghini and does what yeah, yeah it's it's,
2: it's whatever however you choose to play, you have to live with the consequences. Look, look man, it was the
0: Jeep Grand Cherokee, and it was Batman v Superman. The opening.
3: <laughs> it was a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Hello. Um another aspect of the game that i was really loving was the dual aspect that they showcased, where you actually get into these like cinematic, filmic, classic samurai movie like face-off duels and they and you see how they like they like it looks like they were like filming it like an old samurai movie like they had the players face off or the characters face off and then they they clash together in one like no it's a,
1: beautiful the camera and the camera angles are very low like at the waist you're seeing the person past them but like with the person's weapon in the foreground like very
0: yeah. incredibly
3: cinematic no, stuff that, like that's that. a it's very that's cool a mode that's a mode is, is it a mode? Yeah, you It's throw, not like cameras in the game or whatever? You set it
0: to, toward the end of the video. You throw a switch in the beginning. You play it cinematically. Oh. It's called uh, sa- Samurai Cinematics, I thought, is what the... Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, cool. so, so, like a GTA cinematic camera? The whole game becomes black and white. They add mm. film grain to it. Oh, wow. And you play the entire... It's exactly... When I decided I'm going to play this game and yeah, it. yeah, yeah, uh,
1: mm-hmm. I was not That'd be fun for like a secondary playthrough to experience the whole thing and then go back and like have your favorite moments. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna be f- framed like am a- gonna a- do
0: it my first playthrough that way. I'm gonna do not it, not gonna first lie, or BB yeah. black and white look very good, like very, yeah. Good. yeah.
2: You, no. it, you, you know who should be a little frustrated at seeing like that one on one, like. Uh, cinematic style, like if I'm the devs of Four Honor, I oh. kind of just got showed up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> now no, it's not the same game, but like the core concept of the one-on-one one For Honor became this like arcade style, but also like this pro tour like one-on-one combat. But it doesn't have that that gravitas. It doesn't have that thing that that. No, it that never. Intention- it never really, it really did. We tried yeah. to have that. But like if I'm if I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, why didn't I think of presenting it in that way or putting it in that manner? Because it's just so good to look at.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm um, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I wasn't. Com- you guys were all caught up in the wind thing, and I thought that was a cool convention that they're putting into it. But I wasn't like sold on the game like loving the game until I got, they showed me that I can put on the cinematic mode and play the yeah. entire thing like that. I like kind of lost it at that point, but I was also getting on board. Like I don't, in terms of like, yeah, the decision-making thing was, was is definitely different than anything I've played recently. But like, to me, I'm finally getting my Japanese Assassin's Creed game. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. They never, they never really gave really me that. Is.
1: I you, mean, Dude, you know that an Assassin's Creed version of this would probably be like very historic in terms of like its accuracy, but you wouldn't get the experience you're gonna get in this. No, you're gonna get no, this, you're no. gonna get like another pan light.
0: Yeah, that's experience. like a yeah. super or, or
1: like a video game light. With no, this. that's a yeah. super
0: simplistic way of saying it. But it's third yeah. person. It's open world. It's Japan. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. better than if I got a Japanese Assassin's Creed. Game. Probably a more yes. than, yeah, yeah. <laughs> much better, much better. Definitely gonna have I, a lot of diamonds on the fucking map, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of towers to climb and to jump
1: off into bales of hay.
2: It's just it's a, <laughs> a lot of five, things eight, to do.
0: Eight, do that? Seven a lot towers, of things to do. Yeah, gotta do that. Um, yeah, I do have a
2: I do have a side question. I mentioned before the show, I had a question about the Last of Us, and it kind of goes into this. Out of all of the games, let's say in the last calendar year, knowing what we're going to get in the holiday, is it, What is what it, has the defining experience of the PS4 come out yet? Has it been something that you've had already? Or are one of these games really going
1: to put a cap or a pinnacle on what the PS4 experience has been? It's To me, it's going to be either... Ghost of Tsushima or Cyberpunk. And that'll be the cap on this generation. And it's not the first time that it happens. Like, you're you're going to take the entire console generation to understand the hardware, to be able to push it to where you want to take it, and to be able to develop games that squeeze every little bit of it until you're ready for the next generation. And I think one of the best examples uh, ever of this was Final Fantasy Twelve. Like, that game was on the PS2, and that game looks like a PS3 game. and had so many systems running that it was mind-boggling. Like, it was gorgeous looking. You know, and that was like yeah. that was like the last couple months before the PS3 dropped.
3: Oh, well then God of War Two came out on PS2 as the three was coming out. Right, that was yeah. like one of the last games too. As far as I remember, but yeah, well, like I think if it's you to
1: be at, I think it's if this year it's, it's going to be either Cyberpunk or this one, and it's going to be just mind blowing.
3: Well, that, well, so that's what
1: I'm saying. If you're looking
2: at the lifespan of of the PS4, like you've seen games like God of War, Journey uh like there are a lot of games within the the lineage of the PlayStation 4 and its dominance of of the space that i'm interested if you feel like th- this was the moment that like PlayStation like this is the moment in PlayStation history that i was good is ghost of tsushima just icing on the cake and the cake is already something you've experienced or do
3: you feel like you haven't quite gotten there yet i think the sony specifically has put out bangers since launch like like yeah. really solid experiences visually striking unique in their experience like after seeing ghost of, this ghost of tsushima presentation i literally went back and thought about the uh, infamous uh first son, yeah. last, second last second. son. thank you because that was one of the first games that i got on the on the system Next to Kill Zone Shadowfall, which was the other one, not a great experience by any stretch of the imagination, but hey, we got Horizon Zero Dawn out of that, which was a great experience, right? Yeah. Um, but going back to Infamous, that, that Infamous game, that thing was striking, beautifully striking at the time it came out. Particle effects galore, beautifully done. You, they made you use the controller in ways like you shook the controller for the graffiti can and then you sprayed it along the wall. And if you guys remember that mini game they had, um, yeah, And it was just a fun game to play. Great way to kick off the generation, if you ask me. And then from there on out, we got so many Sony exclusive bangers. Like, oh God, I mean, I can't, I can't literally pull them out of my ass. We got in chart four at some point. We got Horizon um, Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. Exactly. The better
0: question to ask though, really about this game is of Trip Zero. Did you see in this did you watch it? You watched the whole thing, right? Yeah, the trailer, yeah, the gameplay. Did you see in this any of the tropes that are consistent with the Sony template that frustrated you or put you off the initial release of God of War and Days Gone and all these games? Remember you were you were upset about their template for a period I of mean, time?
1: Yeah, and that was all just like a Wait, what specifically? Th- they were. They were Are all being the uncharted template. Yeah, they were all being yeah. at the same time when they came out, being marketed very, very similarly, and they looked graphically similar, and they just didn't, to me, differentiate themselves yeah, enough we can from assess each other. That
0: that God of War kind of shat on itself by marketing God. itself the way it was. Well, there was
2: God of War I mean? because it was uncharted. There was uh, days was gone. gone. There was days gone days gone yeah but it was essentially heroic protagonist supportive character antagonist amazing yeah. world and that was always yeah. the formula there was never a moment where it was solo character there was never a moment where there was yeah. a group of people or like, like it's just the thematic nature of what was being presented was it felt like they were just making the same game four times Just with the different, or was the marketing
0: just that same consistency? And then, like, because when we got in and finally played God of War, it was outstanding. (laughs) Like, it wasn't what the trailer presented. So
1: partially marketing, but I think there was definitely a design thread through all those games.
3: Of similarity, yeah. definitely say Last of Us and God of War. I can see for sure having the father son relationship and the father daughter relationship kind of weave its way through the narrative. Oh, um, there could be a kid, kid in this in this game. We don't know. Sure, sure. Why not? He could have a kid. Um, like, I think I think it's good for the way the way I think about that that situation specifically. It's like these. It's it's easy for you to have a main character play off someone like a, a son or a daughter or or another just having another character with you at all times you let the actors kind of act in the scene right and you get all those great behind the scenes with uh, god of war people and all that stuff and you see i kind of i kind of like that telling of the story of like the uh you know the father daughter father son thing like i think that's a really great heartwarming story to have doing it multiple times probably not the best decision Probably not, probably I, not I just
0: re- remembered the other thing that totally locked me in, dialed me completely in to this ver- this game that's coming out. Sure. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I'm going to pronounce yeah. it. There you go. Tsushima. Um, I, I just remembered. Uh, it's not just the cinematic thing you can turn on in the beginning. It's full on completely Japanese performed mm-hmm. like, that you can turn on in the beginning with uh, English subtitles. That's what I how I want to play it. I want to play it full on like I'm watching. Yeah, I'm not going to be playing this
1: game with some with uh, like Nolan North voicing the characters. Dude, no way. It could be.
0: I mean, it might be good. I Perfect. mean, it might be good performances. But yeah, I definitely want to use uh, Japanese performances.
1: Yes, thousand percent. Yeah,
0: yeah, It might be really good. And that's a switch he said in the thing. That's a switch you turn on right when you're starting your save. So
3: I wonder how they. I wonder if they did the lip sync for both sides. No know I mean? Maybe I don't. I don't that know. might be double the amount of work. Not all games they do that when they do a dubbing. Um. But yeah, this game, ugh, fucking man, most one of the most anticipated games next to Cyberpunk for me right now, and Last of Us. Hundred percent. And usually every year, going back to the Sony thing, every year it is a Sony. Exclusive game that I'm. That's always like top of my most anticipated list every time. From Death Stranding to Spider Man to God of War, like they, they know how to even. Their marketing really sells themselves. Like they really they really nail it sometimes. And it's also kind of the games. Like it's the
2: games Microsoft ain't, ain't putting out. I mean, I I forgot Crackdown Three even came out.
0: I never even yeah. played it.
1: Oh well. I mean, <laughs> like the whole whole vibe this summer. This summer coming up, man, it's going to be a banger. It's going to be Last back. of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 coming back out for some fun right before we slide into Cyberpunk the week after. Yeah. Oh, oh like, my, sheesh, God. man.
3: Hey, remember back in January when we were all like, oh my God, the spring is packed. What are we going to do? And then everything just got pushed. Everything just got thrown yeah. to next yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. This that might was- be the
1: first year where, like, the summertime, because oh. usually summer is a dead season. It is, yeah. But also fun little update. Um, I saw on Twitter before we started the show, uh, Kerbal Space Program 2 got, yeah, got 2021. Twenty twenty one. That was on my team for this year. That was on my uh, my fantasy developer team. We're gonna have to go oh, back and to- like tally up points and see how how we've all done. Well, so I far. didn't
0: lose because I had uh, fucking NBA, <laughs> or MLB the show twenty twenty.
1: Well, I mean your boy <laughs> here picked Final Fantasy Seven and that train ended up being a fantastic fantastic train to ride yeah so yeah. i mean, did you I'm, i don't know if you were aware of this we uh we did a fantasy draft uh uh-huh. as if we were like teams of developers and we, uh-huh. we went like a you know like it's like a sports draft um snake draft four games that were coming out in 2020 or rumored to come out so then you add up the review scores at the end of the year and see who had the best like developer team cool. okay who had ghost so. of tsushima
0: uh was that you uh neil I wonder if I can pull it up. I should have I a- forget
1: we don't have to do it now because we, we're not prepared for this, but we need to check in and kind of see where we're at now that we're like in close to mid year.
3: Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, that'd be really fun to revisit. Um, mm. I'm going to just do one more news item for the night. And then I yep. say, let's wrap it up. So does that sound? Send it. Sounds good. Um, let's do. So this is really interesting. I don't know if you guys like looked into this into this a little bit but ubisoft is suing apple and google because there is a near carbon carb, carbon copy of rainbow six siege on their play, on their their stores i pulled this story because it just fascinated me and and like people were demonstrating doing side by sides the game looks pretty much like rainbow six siege <laughs> like mobile yeah really i saw new. this and i did a little bit of
1: you know poking around on the game itself um and regardless of the similarities or, or not, you can't sue you can't sue the companies for this you would go after the people that made this game right so this I, is just them making a big deal and grabbing for attention
3: well i, I yeah and that that's what confused me at first because I was like why are they they're just the
1: storeholders there's there's absolutely no liability for Apple or Google right for having this on the store everything is in the hands of the developer no pushes that.
2: so the only thing I can think of is that Rainbow Six can sue the developer, but the store is owned by a major company. So there's no incentive for Apple or or Google to pull the game like there, or to block the game from being on the store. You would have to sue the company, but I don't know if legally a judge can say, you have to take this down.
1: If well, Apple are the ones that are... Yeah, I mean, obviously I would say I don't know enough about... I guess would how guess this would work legally but i would think that they like still they don't have they don't touch it you know as long as they make sure it's not malware it's not a virus that it's not like you know anything against the store itself's terms of conditions sure uh, then they can just they can just ride it out so i feel like this yeah. is just like it's to get headlines and then like you would still have to redirect this to the owner and developer of the game and then that decision could get pushed back on apple and google to say take this off the store
3: yeah, it sounds like they're being like, "Oh, well, you allowed this to ha- you allowed our copyright f- infringed game on your store." So, yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it yeah. feels. Like it's not their play.
1: job to to know every other derivative work of every single thing that gets submitted. Do
0: you they're understand? They're also the, completely like, going to lose. Like it's not right because Ubisoft, right. Or, Ubisoft is going to unless they name the god oh, Apple, yeah. the company unless no, they um, name the game Rainbow Ubisoft. Six Siege. Ubisoft is going to lose because unless they named this company named the game Rainbow Six Siege, you can't, you can't copyright game mechanics. Like- uh, well, whatever happened, um, as of
2: today, mm-hmm. on Area F2's website, they have a service closure announcement.
0: Saying they they we are
2: carrying out improvements to Area F two in order to deliver a better experience to players. Thus, we will terminate the service of the current version at uh, at uh, noon on May twentieth. Um, as game developers, we are not willing to accept an experience that we cannot deliver smoothly to as many players as we can. It is our oh. responsibility to solve this issue. So
3: they're saying it's a development problem, not the pressure from. Hmm. from game it's also been removed from the Google Play Store. I, I, I was actually I saw that earlier. I was going to point it out, but. Yeah, it's not it's not, it's gone from the stores now.
1: The shit is toast. I wonder so. how much they uh, the companies themselves reached out to the developers and said, "Hey, they're coming at us. It's literally not our responsibility. So we're not going to make it hard on you if you just pull this and deal with yeah. it." You know, because like we don't even have to look at this, but you know, it's a pain in the dick. So can you just? Just figured out.
0: Exactly, yeah, figure out. probably what it was. You can
1: just imagine Apple going, Bro, this is like a real pain in the dick. Can
2: you, yeah, can you just can like, figure this out, Doug? Like, <laughs> that,
0: yeah, like that's it wasn't even Apple, it's just like that sleazy lawyer from Silicon Valley that plays like. Did you hey, guys watch that show?
1: Oh yeah no it wouldn't it wouldn't be the head of any department it would be it would be someone on the, on the legal
0: What, what team. is that what is that lawyer's name he he speaks like that he's always like bro bro let's resolve it this way <laughs> You know that guy I, I need to guy. do a whole watch of Silicon Valley like he straight He's a character actor Hell he's yeah. in tons of shit and I don't know his name but he's great as love a sleazy it. lawyer man And uh <laughs> Yeah yeah Thomas Middleditch's characters is always like getting in like completely freaking out. And the guy's like playing like, you know, foosball in his fucking office. <laughs> yeah. Well, Thomas yeah. middle ditches. Like, Can you stop playing foosball for like two seconds? <laughs> Love that shit.
3: That shows great. That's yeah, so good. Um, but anyway, I thought that was a really interesting thing to happen. I thought I'd throw that in the, in the old document. Well, oh, I, yeah. I referenced it earlier
0: because you were talking
3: about um, mm-hmm.
0: this game crucible, having, elements that seem like they're right stripped from other games like right yeah. you, you know and I, I and i said i i obviously i didn't look at this arena what is it called area arena fucking area area f1 area f2 area F area f2. like obviously i didn't go in and look at screenshots or know anything about area f2 but like the 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 basic premise of how you play siege is not something that you could sue about i mean if it looks like there's art that's exactly the same and they named it something really close like you know rainbow seven siege like then maybe you have a fucking case uh yeah. like a strong case to actually sue the pants off of somebody you know if there was like, a game called
2: assassin's creed and you made a game called hitman's promise like well, there was a, there was a game
0: right. uh what's that game that's on no on ios they had a game for years that looked exactly like call of duty and that never got pulled down <laughs> What well, was called Brotherhood uh, Company or something like that. Like I, Hitman's promise, dude. I don't, don't, don't know like
1: Murderers Pinky yeah. Swear. Murder-
0: what was that? What's that game no, that they not. had? No, there's a game that look like looks like Call of Duty. I downloaded it one time that's that was exclusive <laughs> to iOS, but it pretty much is Call of Duty when you play. Oh,
1: oh, 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 oh. It's got a similar oh, name too. Oh. I know exactly like
0: what you're talking Brotherhood yeah. and Brother Brothers in no. Arms. No.
1: no, it's like um Oh fuck, dude! It's like
3: Champion of War or something. Yeah, or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's some like it's not Modern Warfare, but it's like it's like yeah, modern gunfighter. Yeah, it's something we don't like know that. what it's
0: called, but it's shitty and exactly like Call of Duty. It's <laughs> <laughs> old as fuck.
1: Yeah, hold on, I'm gonna find this. This needs
2: to Speaking of, I I know we weren't gonna talk about it, but you had something on Call of Duty in yeah. there. um yeah. And I, uh, uh, so apparently the next Call of Duty game is Cold War and it's done by Treyarch and it's mm-hmm. like a continuation. They're bringing back like campaigns and whatnot. But the more interesting piece of the article you put, in my opinion, was actually that the devs for Warzone were just like, we're just going to keep making stuff. And we're going to, when another one comes out, we're just going to weave it in there and and whatever it looks like. I'm, I'm concerned that Warzone is going to overshadow any Call of Duty that comes out now. Here's one. Here's Possible one. For Campaigns I, never the most popular. I got yeah. one. No in-app purchases.
0: play it. Sorry. What's man? up? No, go ahead. Go no ahead. in-app purchases. You can get it for free in iOS. It's called World War Heroes, uh, World War Two. I don't know. Fucking. It looks exactly like Call of Duty World War Two.
1: The the one we're thinking of. The yeah. one we're all thinking of because yeah. we all know what it is. It's modern combat. There's, modern a modern combat. Com- There's the modern combat series, which is also game up to yeah. five right now on iOS and Android. Yeah,
0: Modern Combat Five, World War Heroes yeah. Two, Brothers in Arms is one of them, but that might be a different style of game. Game Loft, no, the, one, the, the, the Game yes. Loft, yeah,
2: there it is. Yeah, they do Asphalt, or as I call it, Fake Need yes. for Speed, and yeah. yeah, they
1: did Fake Destiny too. Remember that? They That's did Yeah, oh, I downloaded that with you, trip. Yeah, remember that? Too? I, remember. I that for a minute. I was playing I that before that. two came out. I was thirsty fucking over the summer, over rain, the summer 2017. Gorgeous graphics, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored hashtag. That was it. Sh- yeah, sh- right. Uh, Shadow Legends or Shadow whatever the fuck. Uh, that was Shadow Guns. Shadow Gun, Shadow Gun Shadow guns. Shadow guns. Oh my god, dude! Game Loft really out here. Just fucking. <laughs> Just getting the Xerox machine, a copy machine. Just fucking taking <laughs> this. The is disc talking, this is what I'm talking
0: about. Like, why the mobile version out? Why was this? Why was this company weirdly singled out? Is it that close? It's even closer. Did there's a there's shit. One.
2: It's a little disturbingly close. Like, it's you have operators hundred. with one word
0: names and colors. Are they the called top? operators? That that could Probably be a problem. Not
1: Probably called workers. I guess I they're different know. enough. I don't know. Gameloft's stuff seemed exactly like the source material. So I, know. I don't know how they've been just cruising <laughs> under the radar this whole time.
2: What <laughs> about those no guys. Gameloft is just under the radar. Dev of or, the year. Or
0: Gameloft
3: is getting paid by uh, Activision. And we don't even well, know it. Funny enough, Game Loft makes a game called Rainbow Six Shadow Vanguard, which is probably an official <laughs> <one>. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Ubisoft's game by Game Loft. Wow, oh my god! Oh, dude. that's from twenty that's from twenty eleven. Guys, I'm going to be a
2: Shadow Vanguard pro player. Hell yeah, yeah. let's go, let's go.
3: It's called right, Rainbow guys. Six Shadow Vanguard. It's, yeah, that game came out in twenty eleven though, so it's an old <laughs> one. <Ugh. laughs> what the? Fuck? All right, guys, how about we wrap this bad boy up? Yeah, I'm yes. Y'all ready? Yep. Yes. Um, I think so. Diamond, thank you for joining us. Thank Always you for having having, me. having you on. Thank you um, for hosting. Yeah. or uh, absolutely. whatever absolutely fuck you. Yeah. Oh, God. Would you like to talk? Tell tell us about you and whatever whatever the fuck, whatever you, fuck you, you did. did. <laughs>
2: Love Sorry, it. Tell us about uh, tell yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere at Diamond Jab uh, Twitch, uh, Mixer, uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. At Diamond Jab, um, we've been putting up uh, fairly consistently some good content on YouTube. So I'm very happy about that. Um, very nice What's going up. Uh, I'm probably going to do my review for Crucible. I don't think I'm going to make it on Friday. It's probably going to be up next week because I put up the prep video yesterday uh so there's a video up on youtube right now just to kind of give everyone a chance to kind of look at it and go all right what what should i know before i get into into crucible and just give people a little bit of the 411 on what's going on yeah, felix, game mode the, character. Of the game too felix what is it uh-huh. His- diamonds
3: video diamond vid-
2: diamonds oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah
3: yeah
0: no problem no problem
2: yeah um, there, uh, so, so that's obviously going to go up, uh, pr- probably sometime next week. Uh, we're going to be playing a lot of Crucible this week, and then next week we are getting back into our Last of Us replay. Uh, I went back and I'm playing Last of Us on Mondays and Tuesdays leading up to the launch of uh, Last of Us 2. Uh, I haven't played it in a long time, so like being able to get back into it and, and see the differences. When I watched The Last of Us 2, dev video one of the things they mentioned was uh they they said it and it was a phrase that stuck with me they're like you are not joel you are ellie and so the way you look at the game is very different and so i'm going through this game and realizing that the way that they designed it is as a you know six foot two 220 pound Guy, like I can't lay in the grass. People are just going to see me. I can't be in certain places, and so the way that they've designed the newest game is with Ellie in mind. Her physique, the way she stands, the way she crawls, whatever the, yeah, the way she can jump of all things. Like Whoa. they're very intentional with the design space that they want to use, and so I'm 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 wrapping my head around the Last of Us in terms of how they've designed the first game and i I it's a much more interesting experience looking at it from that way so I'm enjoying it from that standpoint but I'll I'll I will be playing that next week um and then taking it from there. So you know I'm just I'm I'm pushing stuff out there as consistently as I can but it's been fun uh a little comfortable during this quarantine time so uh I've been enjoying it. But yeah uh at Diamond Jab uh for anyone who wants to follow or, or check out what I'm
3: doing. So very nice. All right who's next? I don't know who to point to. Felix uh, I'll go
1: um yeah. this is trip zero tv you guys can find me uh at mixer.com slash trip zero tv uh stream schedule is still very much up in the air as i'm trying to figure out what's going on with my new work schedule so follow me on my socials they're all trip zero tv twitter's the probably best place to be to kind of know what i'm doing um i've got probably one more stream when it does happen of final fantasy 7 the original which we hopped into after playing the remake so uh if you want all the spicy spoilers for what's going to come out in the next remake sections you know where to find me and then after that probably get into some breath of the wild and then kind of going from there man we'll see what the stream has time for and where we're going to fit in our new schedule whatever it may be so trip zero tv all the places
0: felix uh yeah and this is felix hargood uh I'm Felix Hergood on uh, Twitter and Twitch and Mixer, and Twitch and Mixer go live at the exact same time. Uh, right now, I'm trying to wrap up uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC: uh, Fate of Atlantis, and um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll play some MLB The Show games coming up, and of course, Fallout is a staple in the channel. Fallout 76. Sorry.
3: Hell yeah. Need to
0: of clarify. Course. Fault 76. There's a lot of big roadmap coming out for that, so keep an eye on the channel
3: because there's going to be a lot of new shit coming out and I'm going to be playing it. Yeah, we can't, we can't wait, man. Um, I'm Neo Yoshi. You can find me at Neo underscore Yoshi on Twitter. Uh, twitch.tv slash Neo Yoshi on Twitch. I'm playing all kinds of things right now from Call of Duty to Half-Life 2 to whatever whatever I feel like playing at that exact time. Pretty much just waiting for Last of Us and uh, Ghost of Tsushima at this point. So, anything that I feel like playing, I will probably be playing. So, please expect that. Um, check out my new podcast, Love City Podcast, um, and that's it. Have a good time. See, See you guys next week. Later. See ya.
1: If I can play MLB show now, cool. like, sports man. games, <laughs> fucking nerd. my le-
0: my Rosa. leading guy who got the MVP. I wanted to talk about this in the show. He got the MVP in the World Series is Aubrey Huff, like a super, super conservative dude (laughs) in real life. I don't know those things, Diamond Jab. I don't know those things. Why do I now know those things? Super conservative. Why do I know that my MVP star player in video game that he's controlling? My star player on my team is like a fucking super so conservative so he's,
1: so he's personally they, responsible. They banned him from alumni baseball. One of
0: the MVP Look, dude, wow. They banned him from alumni baseball events he's not allowed he's not allowed to go to alumni baseball yeah <laughs> yeah because his fucking opinions tarnish the mlb it's hilarious but yeah he's what? he's amazing i'll keep him on the team fuck it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like this dude was batting like 350 i don't understand